0: everyone, this is Kristen from the Let's Jouse podcast, a podcast for volleyball coaches and players and whoever is interested um, to tackle the sport one-on-one. And today, the overall topic of this episode is going to be how to keep your nutrition up and stay healthy while we're at games and tournaments and it's kind of a hot topic right now and i know it's all over the news and some people think it's overhyped and some people are nervous of it but i do want to speak briefly on the coronavirus or the flu or just general getting sick around this time of the year now i work in a medical facility that is surrounded and sees Um, those who are immune deficient. So I have a little bit more knowledge and understanding of what is going on right now. And um, so I just wanted to speak a little bit on what they're sharing with us to help anyone who might be worried out there. And the best thing you can do is just not freak out, not drastically change your life and find that balance between Doing what you want to do and what you love to do while being smart and safe and healthy. And here are some things that I did at my last tournament that I think helped my team feel a little bit more clean as the tournament went on. Because if you think about it, you there's 10 to 15 girls on a club team. You probably see at least 10 teams at a tournament that's at least 100 people who you're shaking hands with at the end of the game. Everyone shares the same ball. Almost everyone is going to touch it as the as the day goes on. I know my girls have played sick before, either if they just have the sniffles or if they're recovering from something. I, I know that has happened before. So you don't really know how sick the person next to you is or what they have or even if it's showing yet. So here are some just tips and things you can do to help make sure that you're safe in which kind of actually a dirty environment. Um, I never really thought about it until recently. But volleyball is kind of gross because if you can like lick your fingers and then, you know, touch the bottom of your shoe to help with Sliding on the court, you touch everyone's hands all day, you're sweating and high fiving each other. Like it can be very gross, but what we did is I brought Clorox wipes and um, we wiped down the flags for when we worked, um, wiped down some of the pens. And then we actually use the Clorox wipes for a gym that was particularly a little bit slippery. We use the Clorox wipes to wipe the bottom of our shoes to get the dust off, and you have to let it dry for like a second before you go back on there. And it doesn't last forever. It's not a magical solution, but it does work enough so you're not licking your hands and then touching your your feet. So that's one way you can avoid bringing your hands to your mouth. Um, that is the one recommendation that. We have been given to make sure that you stay healthy is to avoid bringing your hands to your mouth, especially if they're unwashed. And then, um, I actually am a part of a volleyball trainers and coaches group on Facebook, and I posted in there what some tips were. And um, on top of many critical, um, blaming comments that negative comments that I received, I did actually get a lot of a lot of tips. And it was kind of appalling to see all the coaches who, instead of trying to inform and, and, you know, make their team as healthy as possible, just bashed me for just asking a question of how to keep your team healthy. It's like, who wouldn't want to keep their their team healthy is beyond me. But um, at the end of a game, you don't have to shake hands if you know someone on your team is sick or whatever. You can just ask the ref if you can avoid shaking hands and just wave. You can do elbow bumps. Um, One of my favorite ones that I saw is you can take, if you wear a long sleeve jersey, you can just pull it down a little bit and have it cover your hand. And that way you can still high five that way if you're like nervous to ask or um, if you don't want to make a big deal of it, if you're uh, having a little bit of anxiety bringing the issue up. And then always just wash your hands afterwards. Or you can just use hand sanitizer. We had hand sanitizer that we use in between every single game. It was a small one. And um, just make sure when you read the back, it'll say how much alcohol is in it. And it needs to be at least 60% alcohol to really kill any bacteria on your hands. And if you, you know, are near a bathroom, try to wash your hands above all else. And... It really doesn't matter if it's warm or cold water. The CDC um said it can be either. You pre- preferably warm, um, but it really doesn't matter as long as you have soap. And if you don't have soap, it's fine. It's just the time is twenty seconds. So there's a couple things I've seen out there, like um, for the song by Lizzo. If you sing the main chorus in your head twice. Then that's 20 seconds, and that's good in how long you should be washing your hands. And the only thing about hand sanitizer, too, is it can dry out your hands. So, we brought a hand lotion that the girls use if their hands got dry from just constantly washing because you know the facilities don't always have the best soap, it might clean your skin but doesn't necessarily nourish your skin so your hands can get dry afterwards so the hand lotion is always a great option to have uh, as the days go on and besides that you know coughing into your elbow and just being aware if you're sick if you're not feeling well telling your coach so they're they're just aware and your teammates know to avoid high-fiving and um, really don't don't stress out too much about it. All you have to do is basic hygiene. And that seems like when people would, were commenting it, it can come off as kind of sounding like I'm, I'm a hygienic person. So the fact that someone's telling me basic hygiene, kind of I took it offensively. But that is what it is. It's just we don't normally think to apply it to a tournament situation because things are happening you're tired you want to eat you have a break you want to take a nap you're hungry you want to eat so if you just practice your your basic hygiene for for as a basis and if you have um if you're someone who's immune deficient or someone who does is more concerned about it then definitely talk to your doctor about it um What you're seeing on the news and what you're reading is not going to give you the information you need because you are looking for something that's specific to you. So you need to be talking to your doctor about that and by no means am I like a certified person to be talking about it. It's just a topic that my team has brought up almost at every practice and we practice with other teams and everyone brings it up and I can – some girls do do panic more than others. So for the most part, just use hand sanitizer – between games because you're all touching the ball. You can high five, that's fine. Just don't touch your, anytime you interact, try not to touch your mouth or touch your face. So if you come out for a sub, that could be a good time just to throw on some quick hand sanitizer before you go back in because it's kind of impossible to always not touch your face. You don't have to be perfect. It's just about minimizing. You're going to try to minimize um, your interactions and how often you're doing it. And that's honestly really all you have to do for now. And if you feel sick, just notify someone. If you feel sick, tell your parents. Tell a friend. Tell someone that you don't feel good because then there's someone else who's helping hold holding you accountable for how you're feeling and someone else who's aware of your well-being and someone else who can help advise you on how to get better. And if you do need to go in or be seen by someone. So if you make someone else aware, then it takes the stress a little bit off of you because you have someone else that's also fighting in your corner and trying to make sure that you feel good. And um, on top of, so that's the base layer, on top of feeling good at, at tournaments and making sure your team doesn't get wiped out by the flu, because um, that's happened to me before where my whole entire team just, it got passed. Once one person gets it, everyone gets it. It's also nutrition and how you're taking care of your body. And one way is through hygiene. Another way is through what you eat and drink. So now we have Anne-Marie Nowicki. Um, She is a registered dietitian, and we actually played volleyball together in high school. So she is kind of the perfect person that I could think of to come in and give some tips on how to keep you healthy and make sure you're eating and drinking the right things when you're playing volleyball. So, Anne-Marie, how are you doing
1: this week? I am awesome. How are you?
0: You know, just chilling, enjoying the warm weather, finally. I know. Um, Able to go outside without, like, shrugging your shoulders and freezing to death.
1: Yeah, it's sunny. It's awesome.
0: (laughs) Um, So... Let's, let's jump right into it. So it is tournament season, travel season right now. So I guess my first question for you is between tournaments during club season and games during school season, is there really a big difference in what you should be eating for those different settings?
1: Well, I would say the only real difference is that if you are at like a, say a school game or anything like that, and you are finishing up with school and you have a game in a couple hours, that would be the time to eat something more complex. So a complex carb. So example, like a bowl of oatmeal, or if you want to eat a sandwich with whole wheat bread, therefore like those carbs will start to break down and give you energy throughout your game. But then say a tournament in the middle of whatever is going on, you have three games and you have a break, you would eat something like a simple carb. So a banana, an apple, a cliff bar, something like that, because it'll break down quicker and it'll give you like the smaller spurts of energy. Like, you know, you don't feel like eating a whole meal because we've all been there. You just feel like you're weighed down and you can't really move. So, those simple carbs, a granola bar, banana, apple, um, a little thing of yogurt, that would kind of, yet still give you that energy without, like, the groggy feeling of being weighed down. So, for practices, they're
0: usually, I think, kind of the same issue for um, travel. I know we practice from 7 to 9 p.m. Is there... They should be following those same things for practices, right?
1: Yeah, same thing. So if you are able to eat two hours before your practice, so let's say like an early dinner, then it's okay to have those heavier carbs. But if you were somewhere else before and you're on your way to practice and you're hungry, same thing, eat the simpler carbs, like a granola bar. Mm -hmm. So, um... I
0: I told myself I was gonna work on not saying so all the time, and it's just it's not working out. (laughs) Um, (laughs) When when they are going to the concession stand, um, and there's we actually were at one that did not have any fruits; it only had subs, pizza, and candy, and those were the options. And the nearest thing. I think it was, like, a Wegmans, but it was so far away that it was not really worth going to. Um, And now we know we can bring food there, but at first they said no outside food, but um, now they seem not to care. But if you're, like, in that situation where you just have really bad options on the menu, what do you try to go for in that situation? Do you go for the sub should be fine or... Is pizza always a no-go for tournaments?
1: I would definitely go for the sub, like you said, because it will give you better energy than the pizza would. That I feel like the grease and everything would kind of make you feel weighted down. And then another thing with the candy, yes, it has, like, the simple carbs and will give you energy, but you don't want to have that crash from all, like, that actual, like, not fake. But you don't want to, like, have that crash a half hour into your game and you feel like crap. So I would say the sub is definitely the best option. Uh, And just don't go too heavy, like, on the mayo or anything like that. But, I mean, if that's the only option you have, I'd go for that one. And in terms of drink,
0: is there anything they should avoid? Obviously, like, I mean, it's obvious to me, but obviously pop. Would be like a no go, but in terms of Gatorade, Powerade, water, vitamin water, all those things that exist, where should they be staying? What should they be looking for when they're picking out their drinks?
1: Okay, definitely water is the main one. I mean that will definitely hydrate your body more than pop would. I would say stay away from that until after the tournament, but Gatorade and Powerade are okay. I would definitely start your day off with water, but then as the day goes on and you are like starting to feel a little winded, then I would go for the Powerade or the Gatorade. Um, Vitamin water, it seems to have more sugar sometimes than the other ones. So that I would kind of stay away from. I'd go for more of like the G2, the low sugar Gatorades.
0: Nice. Yeah. Those vitamin waters can be a little bit, deceiving and i think oh for sure a lot of girls yeah they like drink that thinking that they're getting all their electrolytes and they're going to be replenishing everything where if you want you can like i always get the little um Pari makes their own electrolytes like strips that you can just dump in water Mm -hmm. and those are always good if um you're in a pinch pinch for something but so how for tournaments How should they be starting out their day if they're at a hotel, the hotel bread and breakfast? Is it the same thing or, you know, banana? like a
1: Yeah. So say you wake up at 6 o'clock and you're down for breakfast and your game is at 8 o'clock. So you could definitely have a bowl of oatmeal if you wanted to. You could even have a bagel with peanut butter or an egg sandwich. Like that will still give you enough time to break all that food down to give you energy. And then if you're maybe on your bus ride over, driving to the tournament, like, then I would go for a banana or a granola bar if you were still hungry. So you can totally eat a normal breakfast as you would at home if you had enough time to digest it, if that makes sense. And
0: it it does. It does make sense to me. Sometimes I, like, transition too much, and Jess usually corrects me, but she's not here today, so... (laughs) You're just stuck with the hot mess.
1: <laughs> that I'm um, a hot mess, too. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so another thing, we actually have some parents that do listen to this because there are some teams who are smaller, maybe don't have as much uh, resources. So I, I have actually had a couple parents like reach out to me and ask them questions. So when parents are at tournaments, should they be eating the same things their girls are eating, or should they... Because I know there are some parents who are trying to not ruin um, whatever lifestyle they have set up for themselves when they go to tournaments. But it is, it is pretty hard to stick to everything when there's, like, literally only pizza and candy and subs available. Um, so what are some tips you have for any parents? Is it the same thing as the kids?
1: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, now if you know you can bring in your own food, like, that's awesome because you can kind of, like, prep ahead. But um, going with the girls, like yes, to the subs, stay away from the pizza. Like, I think pizza can be a part of a healthy lifestyle if you have it, like, maybe once a week at, like, dinner time. But if you're just going to sit right. there and it's just going to sit in your stomach, it's probably not the best thing. Like, if they do have fruit, I would go for that. Um, I don't know. It's just, like, everything fits in moderation. But... I would say the subs or bring your own fruit or yogurt. If they had something like that would be good. I know it's hard because they have like candy and chips and taco in a bag and all that stuff. But try to like stick right. to the most basic of choices because those will be like the more like whole actual foods.
0: And what would you recommend for the girls who are actually trying to build muscle to become more power hitters? Because our girls, so we have practice on Mondays and Wednesdays. I know not everyone does this. Some girls do it on their own. But we do have a strength and training program that's on Thursdays. And um, they have asked me, should they be eating different for a normal practice versus when they're going just to build muscle when they're going just to work on that? Is there a difference between what you should be fueling your body?
1: Yeah, you can definitely have more protein so say I would eat the same thing before going into your strength but then afterwards I would really be focusing on your carbs and your protein so things like if you had when you went home like um, a chicken dish or scrambled eggs or yogurt or fish anything like that you still want carbs because that will restore like your glycogen in your cells I don't want to get like all fancy but you need the carbs to recover <laughs> but you also need the protein to help build those fibers that you were just working out. So it's definitely, you're allowed to eat a little bit more on those vigorous days because your body's going to be using more. So don't be afraid to really fuel your body and think that you need to restrict your calories. So like you can go a little bit heavier on the protein on those days or the carbs, because you're going to be using that energy. So it's, it's very hard for girls to just be like, oh my gosh, I need to watch what I'm eating. I can't eat too much. But you really, you got to nourish your body in order to get those results. So definitely loading up on the eggs or the yogurt, the protein, um, and the healthier carbs afterwards will help.
0: And one girl actually asked me this this week. She is training for a run. And you know how they suggest you carb load before a marathon? We were just, we got into a debate over something and they were debating because a tournament is kind of like a marathon. It's all day long. Is there something you should be doing two days out from a tournament, one day out from a tournament, to make sure that you have all, you're all ready for an all day long event? Yeah,
1: definitely. It is kind of like carbo loading but in a healthier way. So sure, if you're two days before a tournament, I know like my brother used to do this with swimming, they would have like spaghetti nights and they would all just eat huge plates of spaghetti. But it's kind of the same thing. Like you can eat a pasta dish or rice or a sandwich and not have to worry about it. And then the night before you can do the same thing because your body is still going to have like time to digest all that and then you'll be able to use it so yeah don't be afraid of the carbs like two days before the night before because it's only gonna benefit you so like I'm pro carbo loading if you want to say so like <laughs> eat that pasta dish and <laughs> definitely keep it in like a healthier proportion but yeah it's definitely good for you so just to like
0: reel it reel it all in it's if it's more than two hours, basically, if it's more than two hours before you're going to start playing complex carbs, if it's less than two hours, then simple Correct. carbs. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. And just one more time, because uh, 16-year-olds, you know, have a short time span, um, <laughs> just a brief summary of examples of complex carbs versus okay. simple
1: carbs. Okay, so a complex carb would be your oatmeal Your whole wheat bread, you can even have some like protein pancakes, um, English muffins, bagels, things like that. Your simple carbs would be an apple, banana, granola bar, maybe like a small cup of yogurt and some fruit. Things like that that are going to be able to digest quickly and give you those spurts of energy so you're ready to play your game.
0: Beautiful. And um, we talked a little bit um, before this about the other segment that i did which is you know just avoiding getting sick and when you're at tournaments is there any other tips that you could give on how to stay healthy as you're participating in physical activities
1: well i would say definitely keep your body hydrated and eat the more whole foods while you're there that's going to help your immune system and then Basically, washing your hands is super important. And I'm sure you said this in your segment, but honestly, it is the best protection method against getting sick. So as long as you're eating a more balanced and healthier diet, like the insides will work in your favor, but just washing your hands is also a good tool.
0: Awesome. Okay, so um, I know you do a lot of one-on-one coaching with people who have... Um, a relationship with food that they want to work on. So where can people find you and how can they contact you? They can find
1: me on Instagram or Facebook. My business is called Nourish Nutrition 716 because, you know, I got to represent Buffalo. Buffalo. Um, so yeah, it's Nourish <laughs> Nutrition 716 Instagram, <laughs> Facebook. Um, I do have a website, so if you type that into Google, you can find me. Basically, if you just type that in anywhere, you should be able to find me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: awesome okay well thank you so much for coming and joining us today as my dog is having a barking of like a bark off with the dog next door i think it's a a good sign um but yeah you can follow us on instagram at let's joust and again Anne marie thank you so much and everyone else we'll see you
1: next time awesome Bye. bye